Welcome to It's Relevant Truth, sharing biblical truth in practical ways. Join evangelist Monica Hawkins, Pastor Yvonne McCoy, and Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, as they discuss relevant topics from a biblical perspective. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's Relevant Truth. It's real, raw, and reliable, where we share biblical truths in practical ways so you can be successful in this world and walk out your Christian faith. I am so excited. This is our first show, and I have my two co-hosts with me. We are excited about being able to share biblical truths with you today. Mm -hmm. So the first one I have with me is my co-host is Beatrice Bruno, drill sergeant of life. She has over 30 years in ministry. She is served in the military and she is just an awesome woman of God and I'm excited that she is just part of the team that's raw and reliable amen amen and then we also have pastor Yvonne McCoy I'm so excited about this woman of God she also has served over 30 years in the ministry and she is the founder of his healing hands and we are excited to have you aboard welcome to the show it's relevant truth I'm glad to be here glad to be a part of this great opportunity to reach those with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And it's so exciting. And, and so some of you new listeners or just first time listeners into the show, what is this show about? Where this show is about looking at the, through the Bible with the Bible of real truth mm -hmm. for us as we walk out this walk out our faith. And it's important that the Bible says we're not of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. That's Sometimes true. you get a little tongue twisted on this show, but I'm excited anyway about it. But we're going to keep moving forward and we're going to really talk about the things that a lot of churches won't talk about. Pastors won't have a conversation about mm. evangelists won't preach about mm. on, prophets man. won't say nothing, nothing about. But we are going to be here today and moving forward to talk about things that nobody else want to talk about. That's and right. so we're going to go ahead and get started today. We're talking about today the state of the church mm. what a powerful subject to talk about you know sometimes we I always say the church needs to be the church mm -hmm. and we've lost our way of the first century church in yes. Acts in, in Acts right. amen the way God established it That's so right. it's time for the church to be the church so we're going to talk about in summary if I'm going to give you both ladies a chance to summarize in a few words what is the state of the church of believers <laughs> pastor Yvonne you want me to go first on that you can go on it is dismal it's dismal and it's disappointing to God we put so much um stuff in the church and we're calling that church and God God doesn't even have a part of it evangelist he just doesn't he's looking at us and saying well where the soul's at Where's the healing? Where's the deliverance? Where are people getting set free at? That's right. And That's it's not right. happening in the church. Mm -hmm. Right. You right. know, and we're just letting that go, you know, because it, it's as though we've lost our minds and God is looking at us and saying, turn back to me, you know, and we're not doing that. 
You go into the church right now and you, you see uh, the front row. And, and I joke about it when I'm preaching. But you, you see people, um, all these children on the front row and all of them look like the pastor. But all of them got different mamas. That's not God. No. Amen. That Amen. is not God. God did not call the pastors into, into the church to make all these women your women. Okay. Amen. Your, 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 um, what's that word? Your concubines. Mm -hmm. They're not in there to be your concubines. Amen. They're Amen. not in there to prostitute themselves to you mm -hmm. and make all these babies. And then who's getting saved? Because everybody outside the church looking in the church saying, well, pfft, if y'all acting like that, I might as well stay out here. Yeah. That's not pleasing to God. Be careful, pastors. Yeah. Be careful what you're doing. That's Be all I got. Because as the head goes, so goes Come the on, body. Come on, somebody. So whatever spirit you're carrying over your congregation, right. and if you don't deal with those spirits, it, right. it moves right on down into the rest of the body. I and People don't talk about uh, 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 fornication like That's they right. should, and, and they don't talk about the sexual issues that are going That's on right. in the world. We don't talk about trafficking in our church and our kids being sold into Come prostitution. And so it's time for us to either get it right with God in seeking him because he never told us to bring the world into the church Come he told on. us to go into the world and teach them That's in right. fact you looked at Matthew 28 it says go ye therefore into That's all right. the world That's and right. make disciples who are the disciples today mm -hmm. there's folks sitting on the pew that I believe is literally going to hell Come because on. you don't hear any sermons about heaven and hell anymore That's right. it's all about making you feel good it's about uh, the money and it's about numbers That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you know what? When As you guys were talking, I was just thinking about the scripture. You were, you were talking about talking about sin. And one thing we have to be clear about, there is no level or hierarchy in sin. No, it isn't. No. There's no, no. there's no hierarchy. No. And so as we as as the state of the church, the Bible says in Isaiah 61 that Jesus, he came to heal the broken heart. That's right. He came to bind up the wounds. So he established the infrastructure of the church. Come on now. So mm -hmm. if we are the infrastructure of the church, mm -hmm. we should be in position mm -hmm. that we can help heal the broken hearted, mm -hmm. bind up the wounds because of, he said in second Corinthians three sixteen, the Holy spirit dwells in yes. us. Yes, that's right. And because he's in us, mm -hmm. then we, as the state of, of the church mm -hmm. we have to move to a place of healing that's right of comforting and loving them but also letting the word of god be the word of god come on now. to convict them amen that's right so i'm so excited about like talking with you today just talking about the state of the church amen. and we said it, it's dismal we said it's not a place of a safe place of dealing with this the sins in our lives and we also agree that the sins is not hierarchical it's just that sin all unrighteousness the bible said is sin, sin. that's right that's and it. so it's important for us to understand that so what would you say to someone that always say well that's the reason why i don't come to the church mm -hmm. because the pastors having the concubines mm -hmm. there's so much sin in the in the church so why should i come to the church hmm. Well, you know, Matthew 11 and 28 says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And now Jesus didn't say come unto the pastor. He didn't yeah. say come unto the bishop. Mm -hmm. He didn't say come unto the evangelist. He didn't say that. He said, come unto me, 
all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I'm looking at this sign that's in the window over there, and that's Isaiah um, chapter 40, verse 31. It says, they that wait upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I have to emphasize the Lord, not the pastor, not Bishop Bobo L. Johnson. Okay, not 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 all these other people. They that wait upon the Lord. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The only way these people are going to get um, saved, healed, delivered, and set free is by coming to Jesus. We need to point them to Jesus Amen. and not our our um the, the things that we want to do, our agenda in the church. They've got to we've got to turn them away from the agenda and turn them unto unto him. Okay who created the body of Christ. He is the body. Amen. That's who we have to turn them to. They that wait upon the Lord. Yeah. Well, in Matthew 6 and 33, it says, seek ye first. That's right. Mm -hmm. It didn't say seek something else first. Come it on, says, come seek on. ye say first that. right. the kingdom mm -hmm. of God. And maybe a lot of folks don't even understand the vast of what the kingdom of God, because we get locked in to this church building mm -hmm. and the church is much bigger right. than a building. But it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. That's He's right. the only one that lives with, come on. without having any imperfections. He's perfect. Mm -hmm. And so once you grab a hold to Jesus and you get a modified relationship mm -hmm. with him, then you can be able to look past what somebody else is doing right. and can tell the difference from the truth and a lie. And God is in, I think we're in the season where he needs a voice that's speaking truth so that people will not die on their church pews. Mm. So it's important Ooh. that it's important that what, what we're saying is, you know, so for some of us that are on the outside looking through the window of the church, yes. mm -hmm. we have to be in a place that one, it's about seeking God first. Yes, absolutely. Two, establishing a relationship with God. Yes. And the pastor or the leader is only the vehicles that God uses to get you to that relationship with That's him. Right. But it's your responsibility to what? Pray, read his word, yes. and, and go to Bible study and things like that. And it's important that we facilitate that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I always say we're like the extension cord. We allow people plug into us long enough as we plug them into God. Come on, come and on. so it's That's important right. that you on the outside looking in, yes, the church may look dismal. We we said it, mm -hmm. but there is a remnant that yes. God God That's has right. promised yes, us. Yes. Hallelujah. And so it's important for all that you are listening today is to say, listen, I know I see sin in the church. Mm -hmm. I have seen pastors or do certain things, but it's my responsibility to make sure I seek ye first the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and build a relationship with God because after a while when I pass away mm -hmm. he's going to say when I go before Christ he's going to say depart from me I knew you not you worker of iniquity That's right. so that means there's personal accountability for the church That's right. so what are some of the solutions very quickly that we can start saying to the to people we know it's first the first solution is building a relationship with God by yourself. Mm -hmm. But what else can we do? We're all leaders in the church. Mm -hmm. How can we help with the state of the church move from a 
dismal place to deliverance and salvation and wholeness for everyone that walks through the door. You know, I think the the, the, the thing we need to remember is when prayer was taken out of school. Oh, come on now. Then the commandments were taken out of school. Come on, Pastor. Now we've uh, legalized marijuana. Mm -hmm. We're accepting uh, the fact that we can abort babies. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have all these things that are coming against the word of God. Right. But I think our one thing that we have that I'm going to share that we have lost is prayer. Yes. Uh, in the book of Matthew, it talks about my house shall be a house of, of prayer. prayer. Now, I don't see that as just the church because the word of God says everybody has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Right. Even as a pastor, mm -hmm. I'm subjected to the sheep, the shepherd, just like the rest of just like the pastor is. Right. And so none of us is without accountability. I, I want to say that first. But we've got to get back to praying, seeking God, waiting on God, not giving him our laundry list, mm. but seeking the word of God in prayer. Mm -hmm. Because God's word is it will be effective in our lives if that's what we're praying about. That's right. I, you know, we don't need to be praying about just any old thing. We need to be praying about the truth of what his That's word right. says. So we got to get prayer back into our community and in our homes. Come on. Come on. And it begins with the homes. Come on. That's right. Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, if my people, people come on. which are called by my name, mm -hmm. will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then... Will I hear from heaven? And this is God talking to his people. Then will I forgive their sin? Then will I heal their land? Well, we got to take care of the first four. <laughs> Humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways. How much is that being taught in the church today? It's not. Mm hmm Okay. And it, says, and it says in first Peter chapter five, he said, if we humble ourselves, come on under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt us in due, in due season. season. Uh -huh. And then he says, then we can cast our cares upon him. For his yoke is easy and his burden is like, mm -hmm. it comes to a place. I just hear God saying, it's time for us to get back to the basics. Yes. 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 And as yes. leaders, we have to do more praying than programs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, when you say that, I want to make it very clear. When we get back to basic, that doesn't mean we're getting back to religiosity. No, 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 no. It's not about religious stuff. Mm -mm. It's getting back to what what established the church in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, what did Jesus, That's when he right. said, upon this rock, I shall build my church That's and right. the gates of hell shall not prevail. prevail against it. That's right. We've got to get back to the simplicity mm -hmm. of church. Kids are coming out of church now. They don't even know how to read a scripture because they're in there playing games. You better games. say that. You better say We're it. trying to make it more worldly mm -hmm. in order to bring them into the church. Mm -hmm. And we're losing their souls That's right. because we're not, they're not memorizing scripture anymore. That's right. You know, they're not having Sunday school class anymore. It's just like we're going to get them in here. We get the kids in here. Then we'll get the parents in here. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it, that's to me, that's religious stuff. Yeah. That is not what the biblical truth is about us and the church today. And we're talking about building a relationship. Yes. That's what we're talking about today for all the listeners. We're talking about the state of the church mm -hmm. and what's going on in the state of the church. We have let sin run rampant where grace, we think because grace is abounding, mm -hmm. but where we've let sin abound in, in a church. Mm -hmm. But God says his grace will abound much more. more. And it's important, too, that we're saying build a relationship with yes, God. Yes, yes. It's about 
prayer. It's about going to Sunday school. Mm -hmm. It's about Mm -hmm. having time alone with God, sometimes learning how to be by yourself. So God is just telling us through this, what is the state of the church? Mm -hmm. The state of the church is in trouble and we're not preparing this generation to receive Jesus Christ as our king. He's not coming back as our savior. He is coming back as king, That's as right. ruler, and he's going to judge everything on this earth. Right. So the state of the church, we have to move now mm-hmm. to a place of getting back to a relationship with God. Right, right. You know, we have about 400 pastors that are walking away from their pulpits now uh, every month. That's that's a, that's a high number. And I, I guess the listening audience, I want you to know we're not against the church. I believe in the church. I've been oh, in yeah. church all my life. Mm-hmm. But we're just here to try to understand how can we get ready, as you were saying, Evangelist Monica, for uh, passing the baton. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That this church will not die. That's right. We can't allow the church to die. And so we've got to raise up soldiers, yes. young soldiers, you know, Absolutely. mentoring folks and getting them to a place where they understand that Jesus is their everything. Absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. But we depend on others to be our everything yeah. when they can't meet the needs of us like Jesus can. Mm-hmm. And see, we need to make sure that we let them know that he is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. And he who has begun a good work in us is faithful to complete it. Mm -hmm. And that's Jesus. That's the only way it's going to get done. The only way we're going to be able to stand before God and him say to us, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your Lord Mm -hmm. is if we, when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal savior, okay, and come into the knowledge of his truth. Because see, God wills that none should perish, but all should come into the knowledge of his truth. And once we do that, okay, then, he will be able to say, after we've done everything that he's told us to do, we got to be obedient, church. Mm-hmm. We got to be obedient. Yes. Okay, yes. and this is coming from a soldier on the battlefield. We've got to be obedient. Obedience is your ammunition. If you're standing on the battlefield right now with a weapon and you're shooting blanks, you're going to die. Well, well. That's right. Yeah, and that's right. the blanks are disobedience. But if you have obedience, you have all the ammunition that you need. You know, you because the Bible says in Isaiah, we are excited on this yes, radio yes. show today. Amen. But the Bible says, Isaiah chapter 1, 18 and 19, he said, if you are obedient, mm-hmm. you shall eat you the good, shall. Eat good of the land. That's right. But if you're disobedient, Come on. Come you're going to be cursed. That's right. So the church has to get back to obedience, yes, strict obedience to the word of God. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and the world is not going to love us. That's right. Because we're going to stand on the word of God. So I'm I'm mindful of the scripture. It says in Romans 12, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies Mm -hmm. as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable servants. And do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye trans by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Amen. And so. It all starts back with an individual. Yes. That we have to be a living sacrifice mm-hmm. before God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let God trans- renew our minds. Amen. You know, you know it, it, when you say that, what came to my mind was John 15 and 4, where it, where it talks about us abiding in Jesus. You remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. 
-hmm. it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Mm -hmm. And if the church is not abiding, and I'm talking, when I'm talking about the church, I'm not talking about a building. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about me as a, as a person of a, a, a lover of Christ, that I have got to abide in him so that I can then pass on what Jesus gives to me into the life of those so that I can see fruit. I want to become a fruit bearer. Mm -hmm. I don't want my tree to be empty. I don't want my, you know, God to have to curse my tree mm -hmm. and not bear no fruit. But if I abide in him and I begin to know him, uh, his character, his personality, what he stood for, what he's expecting of me as a person, then I can begin to see myself mature in God. Amen. 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 So, so here, here, as we're coming, coming, coming down the pike a little bit, mm -hmm. um, what is your personal responsibility to the church? And I'll start with you, Joe Sargent of Life Beatrice. My personal responsibility to the church is to maintain the discipline that God has placed within me to stand as a soldier on the battlefield of life. Because he has called and commissioned me. You know, people laugh at me when I say I'm Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life. But that's a commission from God. I'm called to be an apostle. But my position is as the drill sergeant of life because I have stood as a soldier. And so my positioning for God is discipline. The discipline to stay in him and to help others to stay in him. Amen. Mm -hmm. And you, Pastor Yervon, what is your personal responsibility to... Um, change the state you know, of the church. I think a part of that for me, especially as a woman uh, pastor, is to stay humble, mm. um, to, be, to, to walk in humility, not to think I'm bigger than what I am, but that Christ is definitely um, my source. He is my king. He is my everything. And I want to be, I don't want to get up and think I know it all. You know, I believe God is still teaching me things even in this latter years of my life. But I think humility is critical in the life of a saint now is to be humbled and not think because you said it this way, that that's the only way that mm -hmm. God has, you know, he's a creative God. He yes, is just, he is. he's just so awesome in how he does things and how he uses each of us uniquely different. My heart's passion, you know, is for hurting women, uh -huh. hurting women. I've seen too many women that are mistreated by the church. Mm -hmm. And my heart is to bring healing into those lives, but they can only come through the fact that they build their relationship with the one and only true God. And there's only one. Amen. 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 And it's so funny, my personal, just as an evangelist, as a, to be a voice, mm -hmm. to cry loud, yes, mm -hmm. to cry like, like Harold, you know, how they used to sit out on the corner and they would yell out, my job is to yell out Amen. and to be a safe place for this generation, Amen. whether men, women, boys, girl, mm -hmm. to be a safe place so that they can get delivered and set free for the kingdom. Listen, it's time to get be about our father's business. It is. It's Amen. time to move forward in what God is calling us to do. So I, you said something that triggered a question, and we're going to talk about it more on another show, but um, women pastors. Mm. What a conversation. Yes. What a conversation. Yes. We're going to talk about women 
women in in pastoring and there's so much controversy about women being pastors and you know like i said it's relevant truth we're gonna um share it in a real raw and reliable way Amen. based off of the word of god and keeping it in its literal context Amen. that's the key about it you know sometimes we can we can pull out a scripture and it doesn't mean what it what you think it means that's but right. if you keep it in its context yeah then you'll be able to get the fullness of what God has for us. Yes. So I'm so excited about, you know, us going forward and talking about things that are just usually not talked about, like women pastors. We, we we say it through Facebook, but we're going to put it on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about living a celibate life. Yes. You know, how to live consecrated unto God. Amen. Um, What's the what is the fivefold ministry? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is an apostle? What does it really look like biblically? Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. is an evangelist? Mm -hmm. What is a pastor, a teacher, a prophet Amen. in this end time world? Amen. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited to be able to continue to talk about that. And as we move forward, what would you want to say to someone that is on the other side that um, statistics says 2.7 million people walk away from the church, from the church mm -hmm. because of hurt, because of lack of commitment. Mm -hmm. What would we say to the one that's sitting there in their car or listening on their in their living room or in going in the bathroom or at their job listening in? What would we say to them? I would tell them, don't give up. Amen. Don't don't give up. Don't turn your your back on God. Um, you know, you've got to be able to to continue on in spite of what you see. Amen. Jesus died for you. Amen. 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 Look unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Okay. Beyond him, the rest of it don't even matter. It's all about Jesus. So we learned today the state of the church. It is dismal, but there is hope in there God is because hope. he is the God of all hope. That's and right. one, we're saying get back into prayer mm -hmm. Two, build a relationship with him. Yes. And three, look up into Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. And one Hebrews 11 and six says you first have to believe that he is. Yes. And Hallelujah. that's what's important. Listen, all of you callers listening in, you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the that's only right. way for you to heal your broken heart. And we're excited to be here with you on It's a Relevant Truth. How you can get in touch with us, go to my website, MonicaHawkinsMinistries.org, and you can find all about It's a Relevant Truth. And you can also download the podcast. And we're excited about things that are going to happen. Thank you, Gerald Sargent of Life. Amen. Amen. Beatrice Bruno. Thank you, Pastor Yvonne McCoy. They'll be back with us here next week. And until we meet again, have a blessed and powerful day. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless. Father God, we just come before you as we're ending this show, and we just want to say thank you, God. Thank you for your love and your kindness upon each and every listener. God, I'm asking that your word will accomplish that what it was sent out to do, and it will not return unto you void. I thank you for every listener, God. God, let them know that you're available, that your ear is not too short to hear their prayer. So I thank you for everything that you're about to do for them and through them through this radio show in jesus mighty name we pray amen, amen. 
Thank you for listening to It's Relevant Truth with Monica Hawkins. Our goal is to be in relationship with you. You can reach us at MonicaHawkinsMinistries.org, on Facebook at Monica Hawkins Ministries, or you may email Monica at MHM at MonicaHawkinsMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us and listen every Saturday at 9 a.m. for It's Relevant Truth right here on 810 KLVZ.